Hello, friends. In this special summer mini-series, we invited contributors to our When I Recognized Race series to read their articles for the podcast. We hope that hearing these pieces in the voice of their authors moves you to think and pray about the unity of God's people. Thank you for listening. Grace and peace. I don't usually sob on my morning run, but that day was different. It was a cool February morning, and I had recently heard a podcast. It dealt with women's health and the father of modern gynecology, J. Marion Sims. I'm fairly interested in women's health, so I figured that I would learn something new. Instead, I heard a horror story. I had always considered myself fairly aware of racial tension and injustice. I grew up in a home where the sins of our nation's past were never glossed over. Racism was denounced. Diversity was welcomed. And I spent most of my school days around kids who didn't look like me. So I don't remember a specific moment where I suddenly became aware of people who didn't. We all looked different. And that was normative. But what I was not aware of was the diversity of our experiences. I am white. I grew up in a middle-class Christian family, and while diversity was normal, my classmates faced barriers that I didn't even know existed. But that morning on my run, it felt like years of listening finally caught up to me, and I was undone. J. Marion Sims is widely praised for being the man who founded modern gynecology. And with each mile ran on that dark February day, I learned not of Sims' discoveries, but of the women he abused in the name of discovery. Slave women, many of whom are nameless. And it hit me. I am here in some sense because of what they endured. My children exist because theirs did not. J. Marion Sims has medical schools named after him. These women can't even be identified. And all I could do was weep. The understanding that my health was directly owing to the medical experimentation done on my fellow image bearers was all it took to give me a renewed awareness that the America I had long thought was pretty great was never great for an entire demographic of people. Around the time that I heard of these nameless slave women, I was also reading The Warmth of Other Sons. This book chronicles the history of the great migration of African-American men and women who fled the Jim Crow South in hopes of a better, safer life in the North. Yet these men and women found that racial injustice is no respecter of the Mason-Dixon line. Learning our nation's history left a pit in my stomach that remains to this day, alongside a cry in my heart Like the psalmist, I cry, how long, O Lord? And often the psalmist recounts all that he has seen and knows, and he is left breathless as a result. He sees grief and despair and sin and betrayal and injustice, and he asks God to show up. In the psalms, we see a lot of trust. But in the psalms, we also see a whole lot of question asking. Where are you, God? The psalmist often cries, 
When we talk about racial injustice, we find ourselves in the very same position. We know God created humanity in his image. We know he hates injustice. We know he desires the nations to come to him in worship. We know unity is what he wants for us, but yet we see so much of the opposite all around us. So we ask God to show up even when he seems absent. And like the psalmist, we wait and then lament some more. Many of my white brothers and sisters do not have a historical awareness of the darkness of our nation's history or how we benefit from it. Yet so many of our minority brothers and sisters live with this awareness every day. For a long time, I thought the injustice of our history was exactly that, ancient history. But it is not. It manifests itself in different ways. Yet once you learn of the history, you begin to better see how sin, especially sin that has never been repented of, takes a long time to root out. For example, the underlying assumptions that African-American women and the pain that led Sims to operate without anesthesia often leads black women facing injustice without medical care today. So we lament and pray for change. And we weep on a morning run or with a Bible open in front of us, asking God to make all things new.